everybody and welcome to Kai plus Ty. I am Ty and I'm joined by my lovely girlfriend. Kai. And today we're discussing her favorite movie. Last week we did mine and it is... How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> I love How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon is peak. Like it's one of the best. I had such a hard time picking uh, what movie to review because I have a lot of favorites. I was like, do I do Little Women? Do I do Iron Man? Do I do Star Wars? Star Wars would have been a good one to do. Star Wars would have been a good one. There's a lot of options. There's, there's yeah. a lot of options. But I really wanted to do How to Train Your Dragon because I feel like it's a movie that like everybody knows and it's fun. I think everybody universally agrees that the How to Train Your Dragon, I guess, trilogy is like 10 out of 10. Yeah. All of them. It's, it's, it's peak. It's yeah. top tier. So, um, before we get into How to Train Your Dragon, I wanted to bring up some stats on How to Train Your Dragon um, versus Marvel Winter Soldier. After my Marvel Winter Soldier? Marvel Winter Soldier. After uh. my... Uh, my my uh, strong opinions on Captain America last lovely week. Lovely rant. Yeah, my lovely Captain America rant. I could go on. Anyway, so How to Train Your Dragon is an 8.1 out of 10 out of IMDb. That's low. Yeah, I thought I thought it was surprising. It's 99% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Of course. of course. Of course. And then 75 on Metacritic, which I thought was weird. It's also not a movie for critics. It's a movie for normal people. Yeah, and children. It's a, it's a children's movie. Anyway. It's a children's movie that anybody and everybody can watch, though. That's the thing. So, um, the release date for How to Train Your Dragon was March 21st, 2010. It's directed by Chris Sanders and Dean DeBlois. It's The story is by Cressida Cowell. I don't know how many of you know this, but... How to Train Your Dragon was officially, or originally, a book series by Cressida Cowell. Um, box office, $494.9 million. Not bad for an animated movie. Not no, bad at not all. not bad at all. It's a lot. Yeah. It was made by DreamWorks Animation, and it stars Jay Baruchel, Giard Butler, America Ferrara, Kristen Wiig, Jonah Hill, TJ Muir, and... T.J. Miller and Christopher Mintz Plazzi. Good, good cast. Yeah, it's a good even cast. back then that was a good cast. Yeah, like those were those are some solid movie, names. I think this movie really sent them. A lot of them, yeah. Like tr into a famous trajectory because, like now, ask anybody who these people are and they're like, oh yeah, I know them from blah 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 and How to Train Your yeah. Dragon. Because for well, for an animated movie to hit almost half a billion dollars, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Like animated movies don't do that. I wanted to compare it to Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So. You sure? Yeah. Are you going to rant again? No. You sure? Captain America, Winter Soldier, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's close. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and 70% on Metacritic. So, lower than How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, okay. I see just, how it is. You're just, just trying to... That's what you're just trying just to do, is making it a competition. No, I just wanted to put that out there. I love How to Train Dragon. Don't even fight it. You can't be like, oh, I hate this movie, because you love this movie, too. Oh, I absolutely love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. This trilogy 
it is, is like my favorite trilogy as a if lumped into a trilogy this is my favorite trilogy of all time yeah it's so good okay so um before we talk about the movie um i know in february in just a couple weeks we are going to be talking about our love story and giving relationship advice and all that fun stuff um but <laughs> this movie trilogy actually um plays kind of a critical role in our love story um so me and ty knew each other as kids hadn't seen each other in a long time and we were looking for a different church to go to and so ty's dad um shout out dale um mess- <laughs> messaged my dad shout out scott when <laughs> when he found out we were looking for a church and invited us to theirs Shout out church. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, uh, we decided to come, and it was probably around this time of year, actually. Yes, it was. It was, was in February. It was like in February, because um, that was the year we went and surprised my friend Ashlyn. Shout out Ashlyn for y'all, her birthday. Y'all came to church first time, I think it was February like 27th. Something like that. Anyway, so we did that, um, and it was... It was great, um, but my first Wednesday night there at, um, at youth, I walked in the youth trailer, and, um, I said something about, either I'd said something, or you, you might remember this part. You said something. I said something about how to train your dragon, and then Ty was like, how to train your dragon? I think it was that first Sunday, actually, because we all went to, we all went to Sunday school. Oh, that's right. Because that's when it was in that room. Yeah, it was and back you in were the like, trailer. You were like in the corner, and I was with your dad, and your dad was like, watch her, because I was with my siblings. And then yeah. something was said, at one point, something, anyway, something you and was Kinley said about how to train about, your dragon. You and your sister were talking about how to train your dragon. Yeah. Shout out, Kinley. And then, um, so, and then Ty was like, how to train your dragon? And then what did you say after that? I don't remember what you said I don't remember exactly, but it piqued my interest, because yeah. I, I loved that franchise. It piqued Ty's interest, and so then he started talking about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, no way! You're a nerd! Like me! Yeah, you added that like me a little... <laughs> which I wasn't offended by. Everybody always calls me a nerd. Everybody knows I'm a nerd. I'm literally actively wearing a Stan Lee watch. I, I'm a nerd. Oh my gosh. There's no question Subtle brag about your Stan Lee watch. I'm just saying, I am a nerd. There's no, like... No, but, okay, so that's what Ty was thinking. What were you th- Okay, tell, tell the audience what you were thinking in that moment when I said, oh my gosh, you're a nerd, like me. I, not really anybody in the youth group was, I guess, nerdy. There's one other kid that I would talk to occasionally about Marvel movies. But when you made that joke, I was, like, Almost in my head, I was like, I finally have someone to talk to about this kind of stuff. Because you, <laughs> you, we had a conversation about it, and you were genuinely, like, I could tell you love the movie. I love those movies. So it was kind of like, right off the bat, I, there was at least some interests that were similar. So I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. This might, this so, so Ty was excited. I was excited. I was mortified. Because I had just went up to this kid... That I'd known like our entire lives, that but you didn't hadn't know seen that in seven well. Years. And I hadn't seen in seven years. And the first words I said to him you're were, a "You're a nerd." 
And then I, in my head, I panicked. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't mean this as an offensive comment. Like, I didn't mean it offensively. Oh, I know. I was just so excited because nobody my age liked it. They all thought it was a kid's movie. And so, to clarify, I was probably like 16, 17. I think it was probably close I think it, to 17. Oh, no, I was 17. I was 17 and you were 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... I was 17 years old talking about how much I loved this dragon movie that was a kid's movie. And the first thing I said to this guy was, oh my gosh, you're a nerd. You're a nerd. And yeah. then that's why I added like me because I was like, I'm not trying to be offensive. I promise. I just got excited. So anyway. I swear I wasn't offended. That was the first thing I said to him. That was him. the first conversation we had after seven years of not seeing <laughs> each other. seven years. And now we're two years into a relationship. <laughs> And that was three years ago. And that was three years ago. Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait to tell our relationship story on here. But that's for that's for uh, that's for February. That's for in a couple weeks. Anyway. So there's that. Um, anyway, I just felt the need to tell that story. So <laughs> I remember, I saw all of the How to Train Your Dragon movies in the theater with my family, from the first one, the second one, and the third one. I think I did with my grandparents. I don't... I probably did. The first one, I don't remember as much. No, yes, I do. Because I remember the part when he goes, Astrid! And it's like fire behind her. I remember seeing that in the movie theater. I mean, like, wow, this is bright. Um, the second one and the third... Dang, the second and the third bright. one... I... Stop. The second and the third one, I remember vividly, like, going to. Because I was such a huge fan when those came... Because there was kind of a time gap. Oh, yeah, there was. There was, like, a four-year time gap in between the first two, because I was worried they weren't going to make any more. Um, but, yeah, I love the How to Train Your Dragon movies. I, it's not just the movies. I like that whole universe. Like, something about it just piqued my entrance, my interest. I watched the, I watched the How to Train Your Dragon 2010 first, and then I went and found, just devoured everything I could about that series. I went and read all of the How to Train Your Dragon books. I found them in the library, cleared out the library on them. Cleared out the library and everything. I, yeah, that's true. And then, um, then in like 2011, like the year or two after 2011, 2012, they came out with the original series that series that they well okay there was like two parts there was it was riders like, of burke and defenders of burke yeah riders of burke and defenders yes of burke. i know i <laughs> they played them like on cartoon network and then they were on dvd and so i found them on cartoon network and i watched all the ones i could find and then i ended up watching some of them live and then a couple years later probably for like my 15th birthday i got them all on dvd and i think i still have them because you really yeah you couldn't find them anywhere. we had the dvd we don't have it anymore i still have mine i think really do you want to watch it yes okay cool <laughs> next date we're just gonna yes we're gonna watch how to train your dragon all of the old series i so wish we had we only had defenders of bark on dvd because we couldn't find the first one because Riders was first. Yeah. Well, you can't find any of them now. No, it's but impossible. at the time, at the time, we couldn't even find the first one. Yeah, they're hard to find, just regardless. Um, sorry, I'm looking this Yeah, up. they got... They have the movies, they have the series. I could never personally get into the books. I have a hard time with books anyway, but... The books were fine. I just liked what they did in the movies. Yeah. Way more than the books. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, they added Astrid, like, as a love interest. I made it about halfway through the first book, and I was like, I, I can't follow this. This is not... 
It's not the same. It's not the same. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's loosely um, based. Very loosely. Off of the children's books. But... um, The names are the same. That's about it. Yeah. There was... I mean, honestly, there's... I think there's more to this um, franchise than people realize. Like, they had a graphic novel. There's three films. There's, like, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's, like... There's, a There's like exclusive. five or six short films. There was uh, three, four shows. There's four shows, because there was Riders of Bark, Defenders of Bark, which were like kind of kind the same of the thing, same, but, but like two different not. seasons. Um, and then there was uh, DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders. That doesn't count. Race <laughs> to the it doesn't. So race. And to then the there edge. was the Nine Realms, and then there was Race to the Edge, which was like the first one after the second movie. Which was, oh my gosh. Stop. They're completely different. You're such a snob. Yes, I am. I'm reading it off of Wikipedia right now. You know everything on Wikipedia is true. <laughs> anyway, they <laughs> they <laughs> He looks so offended at me. And how in the world? Okay. They had video, they have tons of video games. They had, this is how popular they were. They had a theatrical presentation. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon Live Spectacular in 2012. They had these massive life-size puppets of all the dragons. They were so good. Too. They were really good. I was I always cried because I couldn't go see it, and I wanted to see, I it, wanted so to see it so bad. Anyway. One thing it did that was interesting was at one point the cast had Astrid as the brunette and Hiccup as a blonde. Did they really? Yes. Oh my gosh. There was a short span where the two people that were playing Hiccup and Astrid, their hair colors were swapped. That's stupid. It was, it was funny. Okay. <laughs> It's like a Percy Jackson movie thing. Because you always see, we would always see the pictures and the posters, and it was like the proper hair color. And then all of a sudden, we saw this behind-the-scenes video pop up. And I'm sitting there like, why is Hiccup blonde? And then the girl that's playing Astrid walks up in full costume, her hair braided the same way Astrid always is. Dark, dark brunette. Oh my gosh. I just thought that was funny. That is weird. Anyway, are you wearing? Are your socks? Your socks don't match. No, they don't. My socks match once oh my gosh anyway anyway so there's a lot of media for how to train your dragon there's okay so typically there's like there's like two types of people there's like the film purists and they only believe in the films and then there's like the then there's like the people who eat up everything i eat up everything i eat up everything (laughs) i think that the how to Train Your Dragon franchise was one of the few franchises that the shows did an amazing job of accenting the movies. Yeah, they did. Well, because, like, all of... The, well, and the the series were all connected. Yeah, like very well. Okay, well, I I will admit I have not seen um, Rescue Riders or The Nine Realms because those are very much kid shows, and they, like, got rid of the main characters. Because it's in Riley's Watch. It's in modern day. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know what to deal with. That that, that doesn't really count. You're right, but that's um, just them. Honestly, I hate to say this. That's just them trying to get money out of the How to Train Your Dragon name. Yeah, they are. Um, so yeah, but um, I loved all the other stuff. I watched it religiously. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. The soundtracks. Oh my gosh, John Powell did an amazing. That's who did it. John oh my Powell. Gosh, he did so good. Yeah, the we will sit and listen to the soundtrack. I like full now. Blown, I full blown will turn on the soundtrack. Oh, I have to. Like I straight up will. And it, it's one of the best, in my opinion. 
Kung Fu Panda is the same way. Some of the best soundtracks in cinema. No, you're right. It's so good. I, I, oh, I love it they so do much. So, they do an amazing job. One of the few things that has tasteful bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> tasteful bagpipes? Have you, you know what bagpipes sound like normally. Yes, I do. But it's, it's so, because Vikings are Nordic and Scot- Scottish and, I mean, Stoic has a thick accent. Yeah, Stoic but, is Hiccup's dad. Like, they did, the soundtrack is just so good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Let's say, are you broken? No, sorry. I was looking. Okay, so I wanted to see if they, if there was any awards associated with them. I so, hope so, according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia, so take that, take this as you will. Um, the film series, How to Train Your Dragon, has been highly acclaimed, with each film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, in addition to the first film's nomination for the Academy Award of Best Original Score. Did they win? I don't remember. I, think, I don't remember. I think one of them, or one or two of them, maybe have won something, but I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I can't find it now. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So... The synopsis for this film, in case you haven't seen it, and I highly recommend that you do, no matter your age, kind of is... crazy person hasn't seen these movies. I know. <laughs> You'd be surprised. So, this is kind of a synopsis. The franchise primarily follows the adventures of a young Viking named Hiccup Horrendous Haddock III, son of Stoic the Vast, leader of the Viking island of Berk. Although initially dismissed as a clumsy and underweight misfit, he soon becomes renowned as a courageous expert in dragons, alongside Toothless, a member of the rare Night Fury breed, as his flying mount and his closest companion. Together with his friends, he manages the village's allied dragon population in defense of his home as leader of a flying corps of dragon riders. Upon becoming leaders of the kind, Hiccup and Toothless are forced to make choices that will truly ensure peace between people and dragons. So... That is the first movie. Well, actually, it's kind of the first two. Anyway, um, yeah, all I can find about it is that um, it was nominated for Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. It was nominated for a lot in Academy Awards, so it didn't win, but it wasn't. It was a nominate. It was nominated for two separate Oscars. It was nominated in the BAFTA Awards for two separate things. It was nominated in the 3D Creative Art Awards, and it won for Best Stereotype... Stereo... Yeah. It won two awards in that. It was uh, nominated in three separate places in Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films. It was nominated in Alliance of Women Film journalist it was a night it a lot it won a lot of annie awards like a lot um and then a lot of smaller award i guess so if you don't believe us when we say that this is a great movie a great trilogy the internet says so <laughs> these are everything it was nominated for oh my gosh you can't see it but ty's, if you look at, ty's I am... scrolling up with his phone and it, it like he was at like five scrolls and it wasn't the list wasn't it's even done and yeah yeah there's like seven scrolls if of you stuff. go on imdb and look at the first how to train a dragon movie 
all the awards pop up on there. Mm-hmm. And the nominations, too. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into my favorite movie. I'll say this is your, your episode. How about <laughs> it? So it opens with what I consider an iconic opening now. It starts off with, like, this this shot of like the clouds and the sky and hiccup is narrating um and he's like this is burke and then he like goes on this whole tangent about how awful burke is but like hey it's home typical teenager stuff yeah typical teenager stuff i think they're like 15 in this he's film. gotta be like 14 15 yeah they're like 14 they're 15 well, they're young i think he is 14 something like that anyway like his whole crew of friends or whatever they're like 14 15 in this movie um, because in the next movie, they're 20. The movie after that, they're, like, 21. Um, anyway, so it's a beautiful... Remember, this was made in 2010. But, um, yeah, it's 15. The animation, honestly, for 2010, of all the shots where they, like, zoom in on the, the village. Close-ups. And there's, like, fire and stuff. Like, the characters look kind of seedy. But, like... Yeah, they do. But, like, the the surroundings... Are really pretty. Well, even the hair. The nature reminds me of Shrek, though. The na- it does. Well, it's the same company. I know. The hair looks really good. Yeah. But the main thing that I love is when they zoom in on the dragons, you can see yeah, all the scale, the texture, and then when a character's hands run over it, you can see, like, it, yeah. That's one thing I love about the series, also, is um, the texture is so good. Benefits of 3D animation. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so it opens on that, and then it's, like, all peaceful, and then it's, like, then Hiccup's, like, talking about pests that other places have, and then he's, like, and we, we have dragons, and then it's, like, this dragon attack happens, it's, like, da 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 anyway, so, um, really cool opening scene, and so then, um, it goes on to show how, like, Hiccup is clumsy and an outcast, even though he's the chief's son, which um, isn't revealed until a few minutes into this yeah. monologue. Yeah, it's not revealed until later in the monologue. Like, uh, he, like, tries to go off and, like, prove himself to his father. And then, <laughs> and then like, stuff catches on fire and falls down. And his father's like, hiccup! Pretty sure he levels a house. Yeah, he does. Lo- he levels a house. Yeah. Um, and so then it's, like, revealed that that's hiccup's dad. Um, which, which was... It's so amazing, funny. It was a hysterical reveal that, like... Yeah. I remember, like, I loved... Like, I didn't have a single... I mean, I was also, like... What was that, like, 12 years ago? When it came out in 2010? 2010. I was, like, seven. seven. I was seven when this movie came out, but still, I was, like, floored. I was, like, this movie is fantastic. Um... So we it went is. And, yeah, it is. It's it really is. good. So, um, that all happens, and then the soundtrack also again. Man, I love the soundtrack. Um, so then it's like Hiccup tries to prove himself, and he can't, and so the, the island Burke has been at war with the dragons for, like, hundreds of years, um, and so his father's thing is, well, I'm gonna go off and find, like, the dragon's nest, like, where they come from, kind of. Go poke the beehive with a stick. Yeah, literally, I'm gonna go poke the beehive with a stick. He's a Viking. It's That's an occupational hazard. There you go. <laughs> Movie quote for you nerds out there, um, fellow nerds. 
Um, Hello, fellow nerds. Hello, fellow nerds. I hope you found us. <laughs> anyway, so um, that happens, and it's it's like it just becomes this, this like the whole plot of the movie is that like when the cat's away, the mice will play. Hiccup's dad's That's gone. That's really it. Um, he enrolled Hiccup. Um, he and his best friend Gobber, uh, Stoic's best friend Gobber, who's like the town mechanic kind of blacksmith blacksmith he is he is the town blacksmith yeah and he's also basically hiccup's uncle yeah pretty much so um because hiccup's mom it's is dead quote-unquote dead she's not actually dead but everybody believes she's dead um and then so he enrolls hiccup in dragon training not dragon training dragon killing school yeah dragon fighting school with all the other teenagers in the town so um, I think it's called just like dragon training, but of course it's not the dragon training. At the like beginning of the movie, that means something completely different than it does at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he goes, "Welcome to dragon training." Exactly. Okay, so um, Hiccup's not thrilled. Um, he doesn't really care, but then he's like, "Well, I want to make my father proud. I want to kill a dragon." Well, but he's like this wimpy little. You have stick to add that he is shorter by a long shot by everybody and skinny as a rail. Yeah, this this kid is like, a rail. I could pick him up by the feet and slam him against something. Like he probably like shatter like glass. Like <laughs> he is a little bit of nothing. He's lanky and can't even say tall and lanky because he's not tall. No, he's, he's shorter not tall. than everybody. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes into he goes into the arena with all these other uh, teenagers in the movies, and that's where you meet um, Snotlout. Fish legs, rough nut, tough nut, and Astrid, uh-huh. which is like his crush of all time, um, and she becomes like his love interest. Not till like later in this movie and in the rest of the series, but she does remain his love interest exclusively the whole time, which I think is really like I like that about the series. They're not like, I mean Heather comes along, but he doesn't I was about care to say about Heather, Heather. But uh, he doesn't care about Heather. Astrid, Astrid cares thinks about she Heather. does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's like that whole thing. Um, for the more in-depth fans out there like us. <laughs> but um, he goes to dragon training. He wants to be good at it um, for his dad, but he just... He can't pick up the axe his dad gave him before he went to dragon training. He can't yeah. pick it up he to swing it. He can't hold the shield. He can't hold an axe. You can't lift a hammer. You can't swing an axe. <laughs> I'll use all the movie quotes as they come to my brain. Anyway, basically, so he starts... Basically, Hiccup is cannon fodder at that point. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... Mm-hmm. He is. Um, and so he's failing miserably. Um, so, but... So, in the opening scene in the movie, in the opening shot, when there's the dragon fight, Hiccup takes up this huge, like, creation that he's made. It's a, it's a crossbow. It's a crossbow. It's like a 12-foot-long crossbow. It. And so he... Um, he, like, points it at the sky, and he's like, give me something to shoot at, give me something to shoot at, and he ends up shooting this Night Fury. Which he is doesn't big... know. He doesn't know that at the time, but it's, like, this huge well, black dragon that's, like, he knows super he should, rare. Or at least he thinks he shot down a Night Fury. Yeah, he's like, which is... he's like, I hit it, I hit it! How did none of you see that? And everybody's like, Hiccup, you're a friggin' liar. Like, well, because go in, home. In, on this island, the Night Fury is, like... The offspring of lightning and death itself. Yeah. It is the equivalent to a real-life A-10 Warhog. When you hear it coming, you don't 
you get, don't want to be around. You run as fast as you possibly can in any direction other than where it is. Yeah. It's, so it's black, so you can't see it. Mm-hmm. It. The first time you see, what we now know is toothless, he blows up one of their catapult towers that yeah. is made out of massive boulders and bricks and wood. And, and you can't see him either. You can't see you him. Like you never just, see him. You just see this. You just hear firebolt it. and then explosion. Yeah. So that's backtracking a little. So while Hiccup's been going to dragon training, he has been, he snuck off to go see if he could find where, where, uh, Toothless landed in the woods that he supposedly shot down this Night Fury. He's still not sure if he's delusional or not at this point. He might have shot him down. Yeah, it might have, it might have hit it. I don't know. But, um, so he goes and looks for it and he's all mad because training's not going well and then he finds it. He did, in fact, shoot down a Night Fury in the woods who becomes toothless. Um, and he, like, he's going to kill him. He's like, I'm going to do it for my father. And then he raises the knife because Toothless can't get away because he's all tangled up in this rope. And so he raises the knife and then he, like, looks at Toothless and he's like, I can't kill this puppy thing. Puppy dog eyes. Yeah, puppy dog eyes. He's like, I can't kill this thing. So then he just, he decides to cut him loose. Which, Which is a, by the way, stupid call. I was gonna say that's so stupid of him. He's like, I can't kill it, but I can't oh. leave it here. And let me just un- let me just by myself in the woods cut the ropes off this thing that could kill You're me. You're just living literal killing machine. Let yeah. me free it. That's let me free it. Like I mean, that'd be the equivalent of we live in Florida, so that'd be equivalent if if like if like Ty caught an alligator, and like it was freaking huge like six times the size he was and he's like you know what i'm gonna cut it loose with only a knife and nobody is here to help me and nobody is here to help me like that is the I'm, equivalent that's such a stupid move i'm just gonna pray that i don't die in the yeah. next five minutes so he uncuts toothless and then toothless gets up and like screams in his face and like appropriate reaction a- yeah like hobbles away um when you and so hiccup like leaves and then he faints on his way out. Yeah, he like he gets up to walk away and then funk, he just collapses. He, yeah, he like takes a few steps and falls sideways. It's really funny. So then the next day he's back at dragon training and he asks Gobber some stuff about Night Furies while the dragon's trying to kill him and Gobber's like, "Would you shut up and pay attention, you stupid idiot?" And he's not he did, okay, real quick. He doesn't do a good job of hiding the fact that he's no, he really doesn't. Nobody gets suspicious at all except Astrid. Yeah. Like, that... It, it's really funny, actually. It's... It, you... Looking back on it, like... You, mm. The day after he supposedly shoots down a Night Fury, he disappears into the woods for a few hours, and the next day he's asking, like, intensely yeah. details about a Night Fury. Well, after he passes out, we don't know how long he's out for. Like, he could have been out there all night. Like, he never could have gone home. We don't know. Anyway, so then every day after that, he sneaks off into the woods, finds Toothless, slowly befriends him. Um, and he's like, you know, like in Rapunzel where they have the tower? It's like in the, it's like in a, in, a, in the ground. It does it, look it's very like similar. That. It's this weird, like, It's like a bowl. <laughs> it's like a bowl shape in the middle of the forest that just happens to be there. Anyway, so, um, the whole reason that Toothless can't just fly out is because, um, when Hiccup shot him down... His, like, back tail fin got injured to where it's, like, cut in half, so he has a half a tail fin. I didn't get that as a kid. Did you get that? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I it wasn't well, until it's... I was older that I got the fact that, like, 
hiccup, like hiccup shot him down. I didn't realize that's why he, I just thought he was just missing a tail fin. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know why I never made the connection that hiccup shooting him down is what made him lose his tail fin. Oh, no. I never got that until I was like 15. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. I should have thought about this more. That's why he felt so bad. And I think that's why he was putting so much effort into fixing his tail was because he was the one that did it in the first place. Yeah. So Toothless couldn't fly away. Um, so anyway, every day he goes back and he's like trying various things, basically like a, what's it called? A prosthetic, like a prosthetic prosthetic. leg, but a prosthetic tail fin. Um, and so like he brings some fish and he tries to clip it on and he like makes a saddle the whole time he's failing at dragon training, but then like he learns little tricks from Toothless that help him win at dragon training. And previously Astrid was the best. She was like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. upcoming like 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 if she was like the football champion yeah like you know that kid that's really good at sports and like wins everything and you're like that kid's going places that that's was astrid um <laughs> that's literally astrid. until hiccup starts getting good and then the town starts taking notice and they start like cheering on hiccup instead of astrid astrid gets mad well yeah because if he's the scrum everybody knows hiccup yeah not just because he's a chief son because he's the town screw up yeah he is the town screw so up. when he starts actively not killing dragons, but taking out dragons by knocking them unconscious and scaring them back into cages. People are going to be like, oh, this is cool. This is new. Yeah. Uh, so that happens, which is really interesting. And so then he finally makes it to where... Now, at this point, Astrid's gotten suspicious. His dad is still off looking for... Um... Yeah, his dad is off looking for this dragon, the dragon cave or... It's like for for like an hour of this movie, like Like almost the entire movie. movie. And so, um, town's interested, and Astrid starts trying to follow him around, see what he's doing, but she always like just misses him, um, getting to Toothless, so she still doesn't know. And so, uh, Hiccup finally gets like a saddle on Toothless and like a thing, and so they go for a test flight. Also, test flight, the song that goes along with this scene, one of the best Mm -hmm. songs in this entire yeah. I highly recommend looking up the soundtrack and listening to it. But, so, um, they do that. Um, and so they take more and more test flights, and then one day, Hiccup sneaks down there, and Astrid... So, so in the arena, there's, like, a thing where, basically, Hiccup and Astrid both went into the arena to see who was, like, the best fighter. And the winner of those gets to kill its first dragon in the arena. So, um, Hiccup's dad, he comes back for that, right? He does. That's right. He comes back as everybody's getting ready for that to happen, basically. Yeah, and so that happens. Wait, no. Day before, sorry. Anyway, long story short, he comes back to see that. Hiccup defeats Astrid. Uh, (laughs) he kind of cheated, (laughs) if we're being honest. He used... But he oh, he dragon found the. Nip. No, it wasn't. He used dragon nip on. He found the um, the oh. spot where he scratches and. Yeah, because uh, it's She just fly. falls. She he just falls over. The neck of the dragon and it falls over, and Astrid's like, "What the heck?" So he wins that. So he gets to kill his first dragon. Once so, again, nobody's suspicious of this. Yeah, nobody's suspicious. They just. He's like, they're like, wow. He. This is cool. He's really. He just good. took out a dragon without holding a single weapon in his hand. Yeah, I mean, it's so obvious what he was doing. Yeah. Like, but the entire suspicious. audience could have seen that. Especially nope. if they're all watching him. Anyway, so after that, Hiccup, like, runs off to go see Toothless, and Astrid follows him, because she's mad. She looks like she's gonna kill him. 
She just about does. She's got an axe and stuff because she always carried around this axe because she's like a real tough guy. And so then... Did you hear my wrist? That was loud. So then they go... Um, and Hiccup's like messing with Toothless, getting ready to fly, and then Astrid sneaks up behind him and she's like, comes out him yelling and is like... Literally comes out swinging. Yeah, literally comes out swinging. And just, like, about takes both of them out. And Toothless is freaking out because this tiny little girl is out here swinging an axe at me. And then Hiccup's like, chill. Tooth- Toothless gets really defensive of Hiccup. Yeah, he Like, does. immediately. That's, like, the first time he does. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if there was a crazy lady coming at you swinging... Like, if I came at you swinging an axe, I think Duffy would jump in front of you. I think he would. Duffy's Ty's dog. He's a bit small for that. He's, he's a, a corgi. He's a corgi. He's a he's a corgi. So he's, he's tiny. He's no guard dog. No. He thinks he is though. Anyway, so that happens, and then hiccups like Astrid, calm the heck down, chill out. Let me show you that this dragon is not dangerous, and she's like absolutely not. And well, she of like course. she like runs away to tell the town what's happening, and hiccup. Gets on Toothless and like proceeds to kidnap her. Yeah, Toothless like picks her up with his claws on the back of on like her shoulders and she's very like, gently though. Yeah, she's like screaming bloody murder as he like flies her up to the top of a tree so she can't get down. She's like, Hiccup, get me down from here. And he's like, No, not until you look at what I'm trying to show you. He, he literally, hear me out at least. Yeah, he's like, Just hear me out. And so he, she's like, Fine. And so she gets on Toothless behind Hiccup, and she's, like, really freaked out, and she's just sitting up there. She's like, great, now get me down. And so Hiccup's like, Toothless, down. And he starts Gently. flying like a maniac. Yeah, and Toothless just, like, takes off like a shot. Absolute maniac flying. And Hiccup is, like, not, he's like, not cool, dude, not cool. I'm trying to impress this girl. You're not helping. And so... <laughs> all he's trying, all Toothless, in it, it, you figure it out. All Toothless is trying to do is trying to get her to apologize to Hiccup. Yeah, Toothless is just trying to help. Toothless, world's best wingman, honestly. But um, I was about to say. <laughs> pun. But that happens, and then Astrid's like, "Okay, I'll keep your secret. Like I'm with you, or whatever." And so then Did, the next, real quick, beautiful scene where they're flying through the clouds. Oh yes, that's my favorite song I from the soundtrack. Love that scene. Rem- Romantic. Romantic flight. Yeah. Yeah, that's like my favorite song for the soundtrack. I love that scene. It's a really pretty scene. But anyway, so that happens. The next day, they're like, Hiccup, you gotta kill this dragon. Um, and Hiccup's like, can't do it, bruh. And Astrid's like, how are you gonna do this? He's can't like, can't do, do it, it bruh. And his dad's there. He's like, can't do it, bruh. And he like throws his weapons down and, and like puts his hand against the dragon's face. T- well, he's trying to... I guess tame it would be the right word. Yeah, he's trying to tame this dragon in front of everybody, and they're all like, oh, no, and you can't is, do this, that. This is the dragon that bursts into flames on command. So. Yeah, this is the monstrous nightmare. So that... Not a good name yeah. for not a good dragon. So. Yeah. And so he's out there doing all that, and so everybody's real mad, and then... Stoic freaks out. Yeah, Stoic, his dad, freaks out and, like, drags his butt back to, like, the Great Hall, or his, like, like his office, his glorified office or something, and he's like throws him in there. He's like, "You, I'm, I'm ashamed of you. Look at what you've done. You're a mess." When, so in the scene, this is where Toothless comes in. This is where everybody finds out about Toothless. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. Sorry. Go ahead. You want to say that one? Because I forgot. So 
in this fight, he's trying to tame the dragon, and Stoic thinks he sees something in the... He thinks the dragon is about to get hostile. It doesn't look like he was, but I can see where Stoic's coming from. So he smacks his hammer up against the the fence or the, the dome thing. The dragon gets mad. And Toothless is... I mean, not Toothless. Hiccup is yelling because he's freaked out because Stoic just ticked off the what they believe The freaking giant fire dragon? Yeah. So Toothless hears Hiccup and comes running and he blows a hole in and he pins down and the basically throws nightmare. the monstrous nightmare into a cage. And of course Hiccup's freaking out because Toothless, when Toothless shows up, he's in full gear. Saddle, tail, like everything. Full gear. Mm-hmm. And they all tackle Toothless and then it gets to where you're talking about. Yeah, they lock Toothless up, or they put him on the ship to help find the King of Dragons or whatever, or, like, the dragon base, basically. And so then, um, that's when the scene is where Hiccup's getting, like, chewed out by his dad. His dad's like, I'm gonna go find the dragon base, and Toothless is gonna help me, and then blah, 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 and, uh, like, kidnaps Toothless. Yeah, Toothless is kidnapped on a boat. And Stoic is all his men are gonna go find it, and then Astra comes along and gives Hiccup the worst pep talk I've ever seen in my life. It's Astrid. She knew what she was doing. I know. She always does, but it's just so funny. Um Hiccup is more of um I think the reason Hiccup and Astrid work so well is because you gotta be kind of physically push Hiccup in the right direction. And Astrid is the only one that can actually Smack him upside the head and physically push him in the right. Physically push him. I think she does. Tough love. At more than one point in the series. Like shoves him off a cliff. She does it all the time. Um, Anyway, so, but that happens, and then Astrid's like, we're with you. And then all the teenagers are like, we're with you. And so they're all like, okay, how are we going to get there? And so then. All, everybody, except for the kids, left. Yeah, the entire entire civilization just up and went. All the babies, all the moms. And Gothi. And Gothi. She didn't go. She's the only one that stayed. That's right. Everybody else. All the moms. All the newborn babies. Everybody. Everybody, everybody they went must to not go have, fight the dragons. They must not have a lot of kids. No, they must not have. It's kind of hard to have a kid when your house gets lit on fire every night. Yeah, that's true. So that happens. Then they're like, well, how are we going to get there? How are we going to get to the dragon village? And so then Hiccup's like, well, there's still some dragons here. Hiccup being the absolute moron that he is. Yeah, Hiccup's like, we're going to go get the training dragons, and we're going to train them, and then we're going to get on their backs, and they're going to fly us there. And everybody's like, the heck? Hiccup, you're a lunatic. You're mental, right? But they do. They go, and they get the dragons, and they get on their backs, and they fly um, to where Toothless is. And they've found the dragon cave and the giant dragon toothless did yeah yeah toothless did and so then all the back all the adults are fighting him and it's not going very well for either side all okay. the dragons are probably winning the, well the dragons are winning but when you see the the queen bee basically walk out that was really cool to me when i was younger because it's yeah. like this massive 10 story tall behemoth of a dragon yeah and she just busted out of the mountain mm-hmm she almost was the part. She almost was part yeah, of the mountain. She was like part of the mountain. Uh, anyway, so that happens, and then 
Hiccup comes along and he breaks Toothless out. And so him and the kids on the dragons are trying to fight and um, defeat the behemoth. And then this part, to me, was shocking as a child. They're trying to distract him. And then it's like a part where, like, Hiccup's falling into the behemoth's mouth. And Toothless is flying after him. And there's a bunch of fire... Oh, at the very end? Yeah, and like Hiccup... When he's falling into the fire? Yeah, yeah, when Hiccup goes into the fire, and so you're like, oh my gosh, did Hiccup just die? Is this how this movie's gonna end? Um, but then Stoic is, like, everything clears, and Stoic's like, Hiccup! Hiccup! And then you see Toothless, and wrapped up in Toothless, like, Toothless has Hiccup wrapped up like a burrito, and um, Stoic's like, oh my gosh, you saved him! Well, most of him. And... It, Gobber's the one that makes the joke. Because Gobber never takes anything seriously. Yeah. So he's the one that makes the joke about the leg. Yeah, because Hiccup, I guess, his leg burnt off in the fire, or the dragon ate well, it. Like, But, so, they they shoot the big one, and it starts to light on fire, and it hits the ground. What probably happened was, at some point, when Toothless was trying to catch him, it probably somehow either got burnt or cut off. Yeah. Because it never explicitly states what happened to his leg, but the bottom half of one of his legs is gone. His foot's gone. Yeah, his foot's gone. But he did not lose enough blood to die somehow. Yeah. Anyway, so that all happens, and so then it, like, cuts, and then it gets, like, the screen gets dark, and then the screen lightens up again, and it's Hiccup waking up in his bed at home. And, um... He's, like, waking up, and he looks down, he, like, swings his leg over the side of the bed, and he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, oh, my gosh, like, where's my leg? And so he's got, like, a, Gobber made him that, the fake leg. And, and so, then Toothless um, pops up. Yeah, and his Toothless house. pops up in his house. Which and, made him think he was dead immediately. That was his first response was, am yeah. I dead? Well, no, he was, like, he's, like, I'm in my house. You're in, in my, my house. house. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, does dad know you're here? Like, what's going on? And so then Toothless... Toothless is all kinds of happy. Yeah. That tongue's like sticking out. Dog. He's jumping around everywhere. So Toothless, um, goes out and... He walks him out. He, like, walks... Toothless walks Hiccup out to the front door, and that's where you open it, and you see there's dragons flying everywhere. People are, like, laughing and happy, and the buildings aren't destroyed, and... Which I thought was well done because as soon as he opens the door, all you see is the face of a dragon. That's it. That's all you see. Yeah. And then so he, he slams opens, the he's... door shut again. He's like, ha! Ah! Toothless is like, open the door. You friggin' nerd. Open the door. <laughs> open the moron. door. So um, then it's like everybody's happy and chill. People are riding dragons. And that's how um, Hiccup and his, Hiccup and the gang, I guess, end up with the name the Dragon Riders. It's because they were the first ones that ride dragon. So I guess you kind of, Hiccup was in a, like a coma it had to have been a few days later like he was just out cold for a few days i mean yeah i mean because half the people are actively on dragons and learning how to ride yeah dragons. they're on dragons the buildings have been fixed it had to have been a few like at least a few days of him just at out least cold. if not a week or more because like yeah. everybody seems pretty chill about riding dragons and dragons in their midst like and, the Ash frick. and astrid even says that he scared the crap out of her yeah, what did she what did she say? I can't remember this quote. She punches him for scaring him and then Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She's yeah. like she punches him and he's like, What's that for? And she's like she's like, That's for scaring me and then she like pulls him in and kisses him. She goes, That's for everything else. 
I thought so, that scene was so, so funny. So that that kind of I mean he, he was probably out for like a week at least. Yeah, he he's probably out for a long time. Because if she scared him that bad, or if he scared her that bad, she yeah. don't get scared of squat. Mm-hmm. So it was like, is he going to wake up at some? Yeah, point? it definitely had to be because it's it's like. It's never said how he lost his leg. It's never said how long he was out. It's never even said about what happened in that time that they don't show. Well, it's like, a, I mean, it's a kid's movie. They can't explain too much. I know, but, like, I kind of wish they would. Like, in Race to the Edge or something, they did a lot of callbacks. I like... I wish they would call back to that and be like, Astrid... I feel like Astrid had to have been a huge part of that. I'm sure. I don't know. Anyway, so um, that happened, and that's basically the end. Toothless, uh, our hiccups riding Toothless... And all the other people are riding their dragons, and they live happily ever after until the second movie, which is a whole other ballgame. <laughs> which, also an amazing movie. Yeah, all three of them are amazing movies. It is, in my opinion, a 10 out of 10 franchise, just all around. We're not rating it yet. I know, but still. Okay, so, it's time, it's that time where you ask me questions about this movie. Why is this the one you picked? Why is this your favorite movie? Because I've loved the franchise for such a long time, and it's, like, honestly, it's such a good movie. Like, up until the end, like, um, when Hiccup falls in the fire, like, it's, it's a, it's a movie you could, like, sit down and watch and not be too attached to, and you could just enjoy it. Um, I don't know, there's just, like, a charm about it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's fun. It's a good movie. Well, you also enjoy fantasy movies, and that's what this is. That's movies. what this is classified as. Yeah, it's really good. I know you kind of already said this earlier. What's your favorite scene? I know what you're gonna say. You do. What do you think I'm gonna say? Romantic flight between Hiccup and Astrid. The first flight they take together, where they're flying through the clouds. I don't think that's my favorite scene. Really? It's your favorite song. My favorite song... My, well, let me answer my favorite scene first. My favorite scene is probably... I do really like the whole opening scene where he's, like, explaining and then the dragons come in and, like, destroy the town and he's, like, acting like a moron and running around. I think that scene's really great. Um, I do like the romantic flight scene. Um, that one's good, too. But, yeah, I mean, my, my favorite song from the soundtrack is probably Romantic Flight. I love that song. It's it such a pretty song. It's so good. It's so beautiful. Um, or the one that goes like dun 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 dun. So like the main, I guess. Yeah, like the main. Kind of the main song. Do you have any critiques about the movie or any? You can ask me my favorite character. I will. You're doing the critiques first. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the time I had no critiques. Now, I really, I mean, I really don't have any critiques. I mean, I don't think I have any critiques. Like, the animation for 2010 was really good. The soundtrack was really good. The plot was really good. There really wasn't any plot holes. Where would a plot hole be in a movie like that? Yeah. They'd have to really screw up to have a big plot hole in that. Yeah. I mean, the movie is really, in, in concept, it's very simple. Like, you really couldn't screw it up. Um, so, I mean, I don't really think I have any critiques. Like, it, I don't know, it's just... It's a good, it's... It's just all, all around, around good movie. a good movie. Favorite character. What, what, favorite if you had to character. pick a favorite character, who would it be? Mm, I don't know. 
I really like the three main characters. Which would be? Toothless, Hiccup, and Astrid. I, like, I really like their characters. I really like their dynamics. They have a really good... Of course, Hiccup and Toothless have a good dynamic. I like the dynamic between Toothless and Astrid. I've always thought that was yeah, good. Yeah, that one's because always funny. It's funny, and it, but at the same time, Toothless never hesitates to grab Astrid. And any, like, if yeah. he needs to, Toothless will bolt straight for Astrid. Yeah, well, because like... Because, like, Hiccup cares about Astrid, obviously, and Astrid cares about Hiccup, but Toothless cares about Hiccup. So, like, Astrid and Toothless are always like, oh my gosh, let's go rescue this idiot. Like... <laughs> I think the way Toothless is looking at it is, as long as you take care of him, I am all for y'all. Like, it's, it's Yeah, he's kinda... like, as long as you take care of him, I'm loyal. Which is cute. It's very cute. It's really cute. But I, I always thought that was a good, like, obviously Hiccup and Toothless is good, and Hiccup and Astrid is good, but... Mm-hmm. Hiccup and Astrid were probably the first people I, like, shipped. Yeah, that's... Because they're so cute. Which one would would I be and which one would you be? Honestly, I'm probably more like Hiccup. (laughs) Except for a few things, I probably am. I was Astrid for Halloween one time. In, like, 2004. Like, right when the second movie came out, I was Astrid for Halloween. Except for the... Like, you you said kind of like the tough guy warrior type thing. I you're a lot like her, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm not violent. No, she is. She, yeah, she's very violent. I'm not yeah. violent. Okay, so. How would you rate the movie? Uh, honestly, ten out of ten. Period. No, no, no comment. Yeah, that that's. What would you rate it? It's ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. So soundtrack, good. cinematography, animation. Mm-hmm. Plot is all. It's. Just... I don't have any complaints. Like even if they were like, we're gonna redo these franchises, I'd be I'd, or this franchise, I'd be like, you can't. It's perfect. Like, you don't need to redo anything. If they if they even thought about that, people would just like. It'd be ugly. It'd I'd be, be really ugly. I'd be really upset. But. So that's your favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. Which. Is a very good movie. It's a very good movie. Um, so that is it for this podcast episode. Join us next week for February. Beginning of February. Bang. Have we decided what our top we we have topics in mind for February, but um we haven't decided in what order they're gonna go in. Yeah, we're pretty last minute when it comes to most things. <laughs> But we're doing it, and it's going to be great. I already have ideas. We already know like what we're going to talk about, kind of, for, um, for um, February. We just have to put them in order of like which weeks we're going to do what. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next time on the Codicless Tie podcast. As always, if you have any questions comments concerns let us know if my favorite movie is also your favorite movie um send us an email at kai plus tie podcast at gmail.com the word plus the word plus not the sign plus same way on all the socials all that yeah same way on all the socials follow us on instagram at kai plus tie spell out plus because they don't like the plus sign Okay, bye. Bye.